Hey, what's good? It's Noah. I'm here with Sin Media for Soul Food, and I'm here with the one and only Voice Soda. Uh, thank you for coming through. That was an amazing show, bro. Well, blessed. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you for pulling up. It's a pleasure. It's an amazing show. First of all, how's it feel to be back in Melbourne? Man, it's good. I feel like my people are down here. Every time I come, it's just like good energy, good creatives, and I feel um, very embraced by like the creative community, you know, and the music community, and everyone's just on like a different tip out here, and everyone's, especially in that room tonight, it's just a bunch of people that lift each other up, so mm -hmm. that shit's just important to me, and it's like, fun when you get to kind of like see that in real life you know yeah 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 nah man beautiful beautiful man and honestly like you're that's the energy you're giving and just getting it back man i appreciate that like man. um it's, you, you're from sydney but you always <laughs> feel like melbourne family to be honest yeah um, yeah it goes both ways man yeah oh thank you i appreciate it's my it. little sanctuary it. every time i get on a flight come here it's just like peace of quiet in my mind man it's mm. just i fucking need trips to melbourne oh man for real yeah, man you heard it here first. You heard it here first. But I've got a few questions kind of on industry type things. I'm curious to know, like, being a local R&B artist that really sticks to the classic and raw sound of the genre, how do you feel the industry has welcomed and supported you? So that's like a, an interesting question because there's like, I feel like there's not the infrastructure here for like R&B to be supported quite yet. And, you know, I'm blessed to be a part of this wave of people that are doing amazing things like the R&B, hip hop, soul, funk spaces like that. Mm. But in a way I don't really like think about it mm. and think about how I'm like perceived or received um, in the most respectful way. Like I just have tunnel vision and I think there are a lot of things about the industry and being an artist and having an, ex an experience as an artist that threaten to take the fun out of the process of things, mm. like things that are quite trivial to me. Like even when it comes like releasing my own heart and like music that I spent hours on, mm. I don't enjoy the like, telling people to listen to it you know even though i'm yeah. really proud of it um and that's like an important part of the process for me but i just enjoy making the music and then mm. like connecting with people like i did tonight that's like that's mm. my priorities because that's where i get the fulfillment and that's like that's the shit that sets my soul on fire you know yeah so yeah, like yeah. they're my focus and everything that comes after that is just like you know a byproduct that's either positive or negative but mm. you know it's not the the nucleus of my fucking existence yeah. as yeah. an artist you know <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing, man. I think I think that's part of that's a big part of I think why your sound and your identity musically is so different. Like I think that's part of why you stick out because it's genuinely about the art and the craft for you. It's not really about being a pop star. And doing so, it's putting you in that place because people resonate to authenticity. You know? mm. Facts. Um, that's been like an interesting process for me as well because like. I'm very, very lucky to be signed to a major label and have an amazing team behind me as well. And there was a period in my career where, you know, I might have thought that other people knew better than me or knew me better than I knew me. And it's like, no one understands your art better than you do. No one's going to love it more or back it more than you do in that way. So that's been a, a really nice process of just like coming back to self and like my, the why behind, like yeah. why I do music, you know, and it's the fact that I fucking love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. We went on a bit of a tangent, but that was like the best kind of tangent. Hey, man, it's us we're bound to. Incredible, incredible. <laughs> um, all right, this one is a bit of, I'm um, interested to get asked you. This one of the interested to ask you. So in your opinion, why do you think the local R&B scene hasn't seen the success of, I guess, mainstream R&B? Or is it, is, it, is it us? Is it something else? Is the question even Yeah, man, the it's way? you. It's, it's all you, man. <laughs> I think it's like I don't really know the answer to that and like part of me is like I want to be part of the the scene and this 
the solution to bring R&B music and soul music and hip hop music to the front, especially in a positive light and one that's centered around the art. Mm. And the other half of me, like, doesn't really care who, like, who's gonna push it or, you know, pick what their favorite genres are on, on a radio show and what mm. gets left behind. And, you know, I trust that, that music and art just always kind of moves in cycles, you know, mm. like we go through auto-tune phases and then we get back to natural phases. Mm. We go to phases where vocals are compressed and then people like, people's ears yearn for natural, you know, like shit that's real, like not squashed or auto-tuned and like stuff. It's like, comes down to believability for me mm. as well in that sense. Um, so I don't really, I don't really concern myself with like why it doesn't work because it's like, that's kind of irrelevant to me in that way because it's I, like I said, I'm like protecting the enjoyment yeah. of it because that is like, the music is my why and if I don't have fun doing it, then I'll be in a bad spot, not gonna lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, that's, jeez man, that's, that's a lot of wisdom. That is a lot of wisdom, man. we need more of it. This is a question, I'm not crazy about this question, I didn't write this one, but actually no, it's not too bad. Do you have any proposals as to how the Australian music industry could amplify local R&B artists? I think if I had the answer to that, I would like maybe know where like the root of the problem lies. Mm. And it's like, I don't know if it comes down to like, who's controlling commercial spaces or if it's like, it's just like a lack of like appreciation for like that genre in general or, you know, I'm always confused why I hear Gold Digger and Destiny's Child in the club, but never like, the new lucky day shit or like mm. the new r&b that bangs you know like the yeah. new age shit that's that's born all off all of the classics that you know you hear bumping in clubs and the crowd pleases and shit but i like i just i just care that i love that there's new r&b coming out you know and that the genre bends and we're in like a climate now where music's dictated more by mood than than genre you know and the the um the hybridity of like the music people make mm. now, you know, it's never one thing. It's like you hear very clear influences and I feel like that's very like wish washed in like a creative, beautiful way right now. Mm. Um, not that that hasn't happened before, but like that's just like a cool thing to me. Mm. And uh, that's that's enough for me, you know, like I know my my purpose and what I appreciate and what I fuck with. Mm. And um, I just trust that, that other people also fuck with it. Yeah. And that good yeah. art will rise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dang. I'm trying to be a good host and interview and you keep dropping these bombs. I'm just like, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> and it's my job to say. We that's, right. that's crazy. That's crazy. Okay, this one's a vague one. What are your predictions for the future of Australian R&B? I mean, I find, I personally find a lot of comfort making music in spaces that are also occupied by like Pania, and mm. Billy Marie, mm. um, Stephen, I fucking love his melodies and his backing vocals. Dean Brady, like, mm. oh, Dean oh man, that kid, like, he's nice. He, he speaks crazy. my musical language, man. And, like, we just, we just kick it and just mm. like we'll we'll be freestyling melodies and we'll freestyle the same shit at the same time. Oh, you know what I mean? So there's so many people around, like, in the genre and you know, bending the genre as well with different releases. So that's just really fucking exciting for me. And I, I trust that whether they're part of the reason that the R&B scene grows or whether they move over into international waters and are successful, that they're, 
I was lucky enough to exist at the same time as all these people before it popped off, you know, because that shit's inevitable. Yeah, and, and you know, for those who aren't familiar with Boy Soda as well, he really means it when he says this. Um, you're listening to the audio, but I'm actually wearing his shirt and wearing his merch, and it's his merch, it's Boy Soda merch, and the shirt says, give people their flowers. And then the back of the shirt has like lists of just a bunch of creatives, of not even just music, just varying just fields. And that's like the whole shirt. And it's just, it's Boy Soda's merch, but it's pointing to other people. And it's just, yeah, I really hope you're feeling what he's saying because this is, these are not the words of someone who's like media trained. That's real, that's honest. Anyway. Hey, I appreciate that, man. That's a nice way to phrase it too. It's like, it's my merch, but it points to other people. I'm gonna I'm I'm write that down. Save it. Hey, go crazy. Save, save it for later. But like, crazy. Hey, sound for it, sound for it, bro. Hey, man, I Come got Call me you. up in the morals, because you're gonna be making some big money. Hey, man, you gotta get your 10%. Just, just, just give me the 10% of that one ad-lib, bro. I got you, bro. Tell me, I got help you. me renovate the house, you know what I mean? Bro, when I, when I can renovate the house and have a house to renovate, then I'll, I'll share the... All right, done. I'll done, share done. the love, you know I will. Done. But man, it's just like, important to like share spaces with people and like i know the like on a personal level the like self-doubt cycles and the relationship between like am i making stuff that's me like who am i as an artist like overthinking all of that putting too much pressure on yourself you know environmental factors are like i was very lucky to have extremely supportive parents you know there's people out there that that don't have that same kind of infrastructure of support so it's just like I don't know, man. We're all trying to do the same shit, and I got I got respect for everybody in that sense, and I think it's so important. It's like it's priority to me, you know. Even if like respectfully, I don't fuck with someone's music, I still respect them, man, because they're doing the fucking thing. Like yeah. no backup yeah. plan, yeah. you know. It's like yeah. it's like this or nothing because it makes me feel like this, and that is like one of the most admirable romantic gestures that I think anyone can do for themselves in life. And I I just I love seeing people do that, and it makes me like happy for them and like comfortable that they're you know chasing enjoyment and fulfillment yeah 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 Dang. <laughs> again i'm lost for words well that was the final question but man less thank you so much for sharing with us thank you so much for sharing your, not just telling us about your journey but sharing your wisdom as well i think that not like everything you were saying was like poetry and but i think what really made it hit is the fact that it was just coming from a genuine place of... It's representative of an artist who wants better for himself as an artist and an artist who wants better for others. Like, and that's that's all it emanates. Does that even make sense? I don't know if I'm making sense. Yeah, bro. It's like preaching to my soul. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We're all, we're all here having a human-ass experience and there's a lot of mm. trivial things that, like, that matter but don't matter. But I think yeah. having, like, a purpose and a why and, like, Putting yourself first in that sense, especially as a creative, is just like it just should be a paramount priority, you know, to people. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah, man. I'm like my cup's filled up after doing that show. I'm yeah. just, you know, I'm in a different, I'm in a different city. I was 100 kilometers away this morning, you know, and because I made some fucking MP3s, I get to be in Melbourne, man. Like, if no one showed up, like, that's good enough for me, man. Like, how lucky, how lucky are we? Man, absolutely, absolutely. Man, well, I'm gonna have to conclude it there. I don't think my heart can take any more to be honest. <laughs> crazy, crazy, Yo, crazy. Shout out Noah, yeah. shout out Lydia, shout out Soul Food, the family. 
this will not be the first or the last time. Oh, I mean, it was absolutely. the first, but it won't be the last. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. No, 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 no. Now that I got you for Sin Media, I've got to get you for all my stuff. Born and come Brand, on now. Radio, come on, bro. I told you I got time for you. Oh, bro, that's, mm, you game, bro. Well, thank you. That's has been Noah Costa with Sin Media for Soul Food, and we'll catch you next time, Saturdays. 2 to 4 p.m. Saturdays, 2 to 4 p.m., people. This is Boy Soda. I'm demanding and I'm bullying you into tuning in to Soul Food. All right? Noah got the goods. Lydia got the goods. Their minds right. They care. Creative geniuses in the scene. And uh, yeah, man. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for the chat. <laughs>